Hello, I'm glad you are here, and I hope you will like the first story of season 4. In this season, we will generally be focusing on the two designers who started the Meta Stories universe as a game they called The Great Game. And in this particular episode, our main character is Oedipus, an ancient character from ancient Greek tragedies. One of the main characters from the classic The Three Tibun plays written by Sophocles. Most of you would already know the tragic story of Oedipus. The man who murdered his own father, married his own mother, and has been the father to his brothers and sisters. According to one version of the story, Laius, king of Thebes, was warned by an oracle that his son would slay him. Accordingly, when his wife Jacosta bore a son, they left the infant in a mountain. A shepherd took pity on the infant, who was adopted by King Polybus of Corinth and his wife, and was brought up as their son. In early manhood, Oedipus visited Delphi, and upon learning that he was fated to kill his father and marry his mother, he resolved never to return to Corinth, without knowing that they weren't his real mother and father. Traveling toward Thebes, he encountered Laius, who provoked a quarrel in which Oedipus killed him. Continuing on his way, Oedipus found Thebes plagued by Sphinx, who put a riddle to all passerby and destroyed those who could not answer. Oedipus solved the riddle, and the Sphinx killed herself. In reward, he received the throne of Thebes and the hand of the widowed queen, his mother, Jacosta. They had four children, Etiocles, Polynices, Antigone, and Ismene. Later, when the truth became known, Jacosta committed suicide, and Oedipus, after blinding himself, went into exile, accompanied by Antigone. And our story begins at this point. After Oedipus and Antigone traveled through the darkest nights, they finally reached their final destination, the city called Colons, where they will meet with an oracle. So let's begin to our story. It was just after the days when the most vile perversions took place. An old man with gouged eyes and his frightened poor daughter walked into a small town near Athens called Colonus. The residents of the town could barely stand looking at them. Would the shame they brought to their humble village lead them astray? Then who would protect them from the wrath of the cruel gods? People were shouting 
and displaying so vaguely their loyalty to the gods. They were shouting. The ground must split in half and drag you in. The sky must roar and roast you with lightning. And the seas must hit you with their waves in perpetuity. And then, if you are lucky, maybe you can find peace. The thing you don't deserve at all. Then another man just stepped out of his house and screamed. Oedipus, I was waiting for you. And you must be his lovely daughter Antigone. You are even more beautiful than the rumors have said. Oh dear Antigone, bring your father to my house. I so humbly beg you. You won't see many friendly faces out there. Oedipus turned to his daughter and he asked, Who is the one speaking? Antigone replied, An oracle, father, and I think we should follow his advice on this darkest night. Oedipus replied to his beloved daughter, you're right, my innocent child. These people here would see me as their hero once upon a time, an envied king. Now they wait for my head on a silver plate. They would be feasting with my organs if they had a chance. While the oracle was showing the way, the daughter and the father went in in a great shame. After the oracle seated them, there has been a moment of silence until the oracle broke the silence. He asked Oedipus, Oedipus, the once glorious king, tell me, what brought you here? Oedipus replied to the oracle, just like everything else, my destiny. Clearly not the brightest of them all. The oracle asked one more question. Oedipus, the once wise king, why did you gouge out your eyes? Oedipus replied, I've seen enough. But Oedipus continued, but still, with blind eyes and with the most disastrous fate. I'm lucky enough to meet you who so kindly took me into his house. Could you so kindly tell me who is the one who would help such a person like me? The oracle waited for a few seconds before he answered, seemingly thinking. They call me Oracle. And it's been a very long time since I forgot my name. Sometimes I go up to the sky and watch the world. Sometimes I go down to the earth and the world watches me. After a few seconds, 
the oracle continued. But I never seen anyone do such terrible things as you did. Even I was terrified. I did. Oedipus spoke with a temper. I thought you were a wise man, unlike the common people out there. Today I was born. I was destined to murder my father and to share the same bed with my mother and to be the father to my brothers and sisters. That's not something I did. That's something that happened to me. That's something you enjoyed. Despite Oedipus' anger, the oracle was listening to him calmly. And the oracle started speaking. Oedipus, once the king of Thebes, I was watching you, and I witnessed a young man desperately seeking power. And just one thing troubling my mind. If you were sent to that day in the forest when you murdered your own father, and if you knew that he was your father, and if you knew that if you kill him, you could replace him, that you could take over his throne, that you could become the king the people of Thebes were always dreaming of. Oh, I wonder, wouldn't you have killed him with even a greater pleasure? Oedipus and his sister, Antigone was listening to the oracle's bitter words. Oedipus spoke quietly, and not in anger this time, but in sorrow. More than replying to the oracle, he seemed to be trying to convince Antigone sitting next to them. Oedipus said, should the punishment of a soul that burns with the fire of youth so much that he wants to kill the king and take his place be to have children from his own mother? Isn't this too much? Oh my dear Oedipus, the oracle said, we are the same. Neither am I a victim of an innocent crime. You see, the oracle continued, my old partner, who is not here now, but I know he is watching, his ways are always unknown. He called what happened to you a tragic pleasure, <laughs> a self-fulfilling prophecy. After Oracle's words, Oedipus's head was looking up, and the hollowed-out eyeballs, which had no eyes, were looking at the Oracle. He wanted so badly to see with his eyes one last time, and to hug the Oracle's throat. Sensing Oedipus's anger, the Oracle continued his words calmly. And I helped him to build this place. And now I need help to burn it down. But I am afraid for you to help. 
you will have to suffer more. Oedipus answered, How can I suffer more? How can I suffer more? What else can happen to me? After Oedipus asked his question, a strange thing happened. As opposed to the oracle, this time it was Antigone who answered his question. She said, Oh my dear father, I can see now. I understand now. The doom reserved for our enemies marches on to ones we love the most. My dear father, it's not the first time they are witnessing the deaths of a mad king. Antigone, the beloved daughter or the beloved sister of Oedipus, continued, My poor father, with an unfortunate destiny, you come to the end. You must die. You must die in pain. So the legend of our house will continue. You will bequeath your destiny to me so I can continue to entertain them. And if I get too close to them, maybe I'll stab them with a knife. 